It is a Friday and you know that Fridays are special days for you because we give you your special treatment, your special food. And that is a Sports Live with a BBK, your favorite podcast. And today, let me tell you something. On the 27th of September, way back in 1970, a boy was born in a place called Cholo. And Cholo is a town in the southern region of Malawi. He was named he was named John Matuka and uh, he's now a retired footballer and is currently the coach of the new kids on the PSL block and that is a Royal AM. John Matuka arrived in South Africa in 1997 and did that in order to come and play for Mchata Pushbacks and was the mainstay in their midfield making 196 appearances and contributing a whooping 33 goals from midfield. That is nothing to scoff out for him Babala, uh, whom he left in 20, in 2003, rather. After a stint with Zulu Royals, he joined Bloemfontein Celtic and he anchored their engine in 118 matches and scored six goals between 2004 and 2009. Hi, my name is Rulani Mokwena. Excited to be sitting with the legendary BBK. Looking forward to a very good show with my black African brother. So come and join us, uh, Sports Live BBK, and uh, and come have fun with us. Let me now open the gate for John and welcome my brother from another mother, the son of Matuka, to Sports Live with BBK. Hola, Krotman. Hello, Brother BBK. Good talking to you. Good afternoon to you and good afternoon to all your listeners. Thank you very much, Coach, for granting the time to spend with us here on Spotlight with BBK. I'm just going to ask you briefly to tell us who John Matuga is. Hey, you have already done the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> just going to say amen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But in your own words, who is John Matuga? Yeah, John Maduka, like you said, is a boy that comes from Malawi, a place called Cholo, southern part of Malawi. So, yes, you know, he's a former player of, you know, former soccer player. And again, you know, I became a team manager. Now I'm a coach. That's where I am now. Wonderful. And your heart, though, John, must have been pretty sore to see Bloemfontein Celtic, a club that you were associated with for, what, 21 years in different positions and capacity going down like that. Such a rich history, such a critical part of South African soccer. Fans, players, the late owner, Ndatemole Mela, uh, you, you, you can count until the, the, the cows come home. How do you feel about the departure from the professional football scene of South African football of Bloemfontein Celtic? Yeah, of course, you know, it's sad that you see um, Bluefontein Celtic, you know, they lost the team, uh, we lost a team that was in the PSL. So, of course, you know, especially after spending so many years, you know, I made, uh, I made uh, Bloemfontein as home, you know. Uh, you know, it was like another Cholo whenever I'm in Bloemfontein. So I was a free man, always, you understand, had so many uh, so many friends. Um, it's sad, of course, you know, to lose a team that you see, the team that I've played in, you know, most of my time, you know, here in South Africa. So, 
you know, seeing the team that you see the team had to go and to relocate in another place, of course, you know, something that is sad, but you see life goes on. It's something that I did not anticipate, but, you know, it happened and it happened and here, here I am. Uh, of course, it's something that I did not expect that it was going to happen, but like I said, you, you never know what happened in life. So here we are, we have, we have moved on, life has to go on. And uh, we take one day at a time. And as life was going on at Plumfontein Celtics, I remember, Coach, that for months you and your coaching staff, as well as the playing personnel, went without getting your full salaries, you know, if you got them at all. And uh, it must have been difficult operating under those uh, terrible and unstable conditions. I, I mean, how did you keep the players focused on giving their all? Because in spite of all those difficulties, whenever Celtic took to the field, we could see that people were still giving their all. How did you keep the guys focused on the goal? Yeah, you know, first I think I would say, you know, I'm very thankful to our chair, chairman, my former chairman, Mr. Max Chabala, for giving opportunity. You understand to be the position that I'm in here when I was a Celtic. You know, it's not easy from, you know, from, of course, from playing and, you know, you you do, you, you, you come and become a coach and they give you that huge responsibility. But, you know, he had the confidence in us. He had the confidence in me with the technical team, you know, to take the investment that's worth a lot of money. You know, you, I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful to him. I know that it was very, very difficult for him, you know, to keep the team because of, you know, in the Premier League, not easy to, um, to run a team without sponsors. So it was not easy for him. But you see the love that he has, you know, of us, the love that he has of the team, you know, that's why you see what he kept on pushing, although things were very, very difficult. So... Yeah, you know, to to you know, when you have played the you have played for that particular team and you're still there and you've been given the responsibility to work, it, it becomes like it's not about money. It becomes it's not about money. You understand as much you see you need money, you see to live, but most importantly also the love of the team. So you have to do it for the love the, the love of the team to make sure that you see what you know that when things are right everyone also be right, you know, financially and other things. So, you see, when it comes to motivate the players, you know, we have to make them understand that, you see, in each and every house has got its own challenges. But, you know, it doesn't mean that you stop working, you continue working. There were so many people that wanted to be there, although, you know, we had challenges. But you see us being in there, we have to try and push and push and, you know, hoping that, you see, one day things will come right. And you see, we had a good... Um, good players that will understand that and who could go out there and play the game, you know, like there's nothing happening. I remember, I think it's one of the, I can say it's one of the jokes that Caetano Tembo said, he said, no, I don't think about exotic problems and this and that. I'm going to prepare because every time we think about their problems, but they come, they give us problems. So it was like whenever, you know, we go in the field of play, you understand, we forget about all the problems of field and other things so that, you know, we knew that we had a job to do, to deal with, and we did it that so perfectly so. But, you know, above all, you know, thankful, like I said, to Max Shabalala, you know, who gave us the opportunity, who, who was there, you know, to try and help. You understand? Try to, you know, as much as it was very, very difficult for him. Not easy to run a team, you know, with a sponsor in a professional setup. But, you know, he did try his best. And for me, you know, I always, I always respect him for that.
No, for sure, John. And uh, for me, myself, as a journalist, it is actually very difficult to think of South African soccer without a Bloemfontein Celtic. Now, you, you, you speak about change, and, and, and that change came in the form of a silver lining and in the name of Royal AM. I mean... If I were to look at your situation previously as the club and players and coaching staff, I look at it as moving from living from hand to mouth, uh, John, uh, to the land of plenty. In that now you went from operating from a, a shoestring budget uh, with all the difficulties that Max Chabalala had. And now you are existing in a well of wealth, that of uh, Ushon uh, uh, Mkize. Uh, tell me about that transition. Tell me about how that changed your mindset, how that made the players come to this new setup? Because people say it's a new team, but you and I both know that it is 99.1% Bloemfontein Celtic. Same players, same coaches. It's just the location that has changed from Bloemfontein in Free State to Maritzburg in KZN. Yeah, BBK, uh, to be honest with you, the transition, remember something that happened that we're not, we, that happened that when we're not expecting it, you know, it just happened so suddenly. So psychologically, you know, it affected so many. It's a, psychologically, it affected all of us because um, if we look back, you see, we prepared for the season, for this season, 21-22 season. We went for a pre-season program. We did everything. And all of a sudden, you know, we um, that's when we were told that the team was sold and we must relocate. Yeah. And it happened that also the coaches has to be part yeah. of it, which, you know, we're very thankful, you know, for uh, the management of Royal AM, that you see what it was of the belief that also maybe they saw us playing, but also maybe what the chairman has to say to, to the chair lady. You understand that, you see, the they were taking people that would be able to... Um, to look after that investment, and uh, I think uh, she took that weight from the chairman, uh, the chairman of uh, uh, Bloom Celtic. That's uh, that's Mr. Max Chabalala, and they gave us that opportunity. So the transition itself, it was very hard. It's been, it was very hard in the sense whereby you see, remember people they were in a comfort zone, they were relaxed. People had families, and all of a sudden, you know, you had to move the next moment that you must be in another province. It was not an easy thing. And at the same time, the same weekend, you know, we're playing the first game of the league against Morocco. Against Morocco. So, so you, you, you can tell that it was not easy. First, you know, you had to try, you know, to, <laughs> to make people understand that, you know, these things can happen in life. You know, there's so many whereby you see in life you've got somebody else and all of a sudden it happened that you lose that particular person maybe through maybe death itself and you find that is no more. So, you know, we had to take, you know, at that time we had to take one minute at a time, you know, because you had to try to make the players understand that, you know, these things happen in life. We are going to another home. Let's see what happens, you know, that side. And one good thing that happened here that you see, Mam Kize with the whole management, you know, they accepted and they welcomed us very, very well. And they knew that it was very, very difficult, you know, for the players to settle in easily because of the psychological part were not okay because of the way, you know, the transition happened. So it was not an easy road, but, you know, with the help of the management, they played a Big, 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 big role to make sure that everyone is, you know, is everyone is welcome here at the Royal AM, and that alone made you see the players, you know, 
day by day, day by day, you know, to get better and better and better until, you know, we're here. Of course, you could see that when we started, we started very bad. We lost the game against Moloka Swallows. Yeah, Coach, I that... wanted to come to that. I wanted to come to that, that with all that you've said, did this um, moving away from a Cubs comfort zone, the disruption of uh, relocation, did it play a role in terms of your opening game against Swallows FC, which you lost? You did very well indeed because you lost that game in the last minute, in the last, last minute when Swallows scored that goal to win 1-0. Yes, yes, we're a big PPK. But though, although, yes, we lost that game towards the end of the game, I mean, towards the last minute of the game, but, you know, that was not us. You understand? We had to take a shot at goal. So we did not play the game that, you know, we wanted to play and the game that you normally you normally know about us. You understand? Normally, we're not a team that go, you know, you play against, you know, against a PSL team, then you can sit and... <laughs> You don't take a shot the whole 90 minutes. I mean, it's 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 not it's not us. It's not us. But you see, it happened. We had to play cautiously, so because we knew that um, mentally, psychologically, you know, we were not okay. But you see, it, it, everything happened for a reason in life. Every, everything happened for a, uh, everything happened for a reason in, in life. We get better and better and better as time goes. And you know we lost, of course, to 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 Cape Town City. The game that we were much better than the Swallows one. You completely dominated that game. I remember. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Lost concentration. Remember mentally, you know, psychologically. Whenever it comes, that hey, is it a dream that we are here? Because it was like a dream. You know, you see, it happened like there will be a moment whereby you're gonna wake up and they say no, but hey. It was a dream, man. Eh? It's something like that. <laughs> but yes, yeah. you know, we realized that you know it was a real story. It was a real thing, and you know we had to make peace with that. And again, like I said, with the welcome that Mum Kiza gave us here, you know, helped us, you know, to settle quickly. And after those a couple of setbacks against the Swallows FC as well as Cape Town City, then you went on a purple patch. You went on winning matches and chief amongst them, I think the cherry on top of uh, your great form has been or was the four goals you pumped against the Kaiser Chiefs. And, and, and that's sort of like if I were to make a comparison maybe with the EPL, it put Royal AM on a scale of being a surprise package uh, in the early season of the league in the same way that maybe uh, uh, Brighton, Hove and Albion had been in, in the EPL. What was the motivation behind that run? And also talk to me about that victory at FNB Stadium against Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah, uh, after we won the first game against Chipa, you know, it gave us a bit of confidence. It started believing in ourselves that, yeah, we're coming better and better and better. When we went to Chiefs, we knew that it was going to be a very difficult game. And we got that, you know, that result. That result, it came at the right time. You know, we really needed it. We really needed it because it helped a lot to give confidence to the players, confidence to the technical team, confidence to the management to all the supporters of Raw AM and starting believing that you see what, if you can be able to earn the game against Kaiser Chiefs away from home and win with four goals, you know, which means you know, we're good enough to compete with anyone else that comes, you know, uh, that we are playing, that we are competing in the league. Because Chiefs is not a, it's not an easy team. Chiefs is a big team. Chiefs is a team that has been there for so many years. 
Chiefs is a team that have won so many. So, you know, after winning that game, I think it gave so many confidence, you know, like I said, to so many of us and believing that, you see what, you know, we have a team that can be able to compete. But, you know, at the same time, we know that, you see what, it's still a long way, still a long way for us, you know, to be excited, still a long way for us to... um to relax, because as I'm talking to you, BK, you know that everyone wants us down. Everyone wants to shoot us to shoot us down. We're a target. So, you know, when you're a target like that, you must remember that you see you have set your standard high. So each and every game that we play is very, very difficult. And it has happened that way. And one good thing that we have done is that you see the team, the players have been working very, very hard. The technical team have been working very, very hard. Uh, the management have been very supportive to make sure that, you know, we continue with the same performance. It's not easy to be consistent. you got to make sure that you, each and everything that you do, you double your effort because now you become a target. And when you're a target, you cannot sleep anymore. The pressure becomes even more and more bef- than before. So as we are talking, as I to you now, it's tough. It's tough, but the players, you know, the, t- the technical team, the management, we've been working very, very hard and we've been making sure that, you know, we are a united team because we know that this is that's one of our strengths, our, one of our strengths. Our strength is to unity. That's one thing, our leadership, that's the, 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 uh, the chair leader herself, she always preach about lead, uh, about u- unity, and we are united and together we've been strong, and you know together we can be able to achieve so many. But you know, as of now, like I said to you, it's too early. There's still so many games to go. There's still about twenty games to go. We can't relax now. We can't be too excited now. Of course, it's good to celebrate. You know, our our results or our achievements so far, but, you know, it's very important for us to know that it's not going to be a easy road. Each and every game that we play, it's very, very difficult. And credit, you know, to, to the players that have been working very, very hard. Credit to the technical team that have been working very, very hard. Credit also to the management that have been very supportive to each and every moment. So it's been, it's been a team thing, you know. It's been a team effort, you know, for us to be where we are. It's not easy but we are taking one game at a time and we remain humble. We have to remain humble. That's one thing we always preach to the players, to everyone around. You see what? We're still here. We're still, we're still, we're still learning. We're still learning. So learn from each and everyone. The media, learn from them. Learn from whoever people that you meet in the streets. Don't be big-headed because that, can, that alone, you know, can take us down. We must remain humble so that we can learn so much so that we can be able maybe to take this team to another level. Most definitely, you've taken the team to another level, John, and you're talking about things becoming tough. I am looking now at your next fixture list. Next up will be a home clash against Sekukune United, and that will be followed by an away trip to Stellenbosch. And after that will be a KZN derby with Amazulu, which will be an away match for you. And then will be... On the road uh, to the seemingly unstoppable Mamelodi Sundowns and you will be followed with another KZN Derby and this is going to be against the Golden Arrows who you are going to host and those people from the south of uh, Johannesburg and Naturena, Kaiser Chiefs will come to Chatsworth looking for revenge certainly and Barroca will complete your seven match program and uh, December month that will see you play five matches John, five matches between the fourth and the twenty second. There is a heck of a busy schedule.
Yeah, you absolutely, uh, Brad DDK. Tough, you know, tough games ahead of us. Um, just to correct on the, it's Kukune, it's away. It's just a, it's Kukune away, then Stellenbosch is the one that we start at home. At home, all right, all right, sure, my mistake. It's Kukune away, then after that, Stellenbosch, then like you rightfully say, then after that, it's Amazulu, then uh, Mamelod Sundowns. Uh, Arrows, Chiefs, uh, Baroka, very difficult games. Eh? Very difficult games. I've just, after tra uh, before training session, I said the same thing. What you just said now, what you just said now, I said to the player that we've got a very, very tough fixtures ahead of us. But us, you know, our plan is to make sure that, you know, we don't think about, we don't think about Stellenbosch. Our focus now is his Kokune. We are going to take one game at a time. We know that they are going to be very, very, very difficult games. But, you know, we're going to take one game at a time and we plan accordingly and try and go out there and try and compete like we normally do. Each and every game that we play, we want to win. We want to play, we want to win. A result that counts, maybe we draw or we lose. It's not the results that we want, but at the end of the day, you know, in football, the first thing for us, we go to each and every game with the intention of winning the game. That's the mentality that we've given the players. That's the mentality that we have told the players that you should, they must believe themselves that, you know, each and every game we play like it's a cup final. And again, each and every game we play until the, the, the ref blow the final whistle. So it's going to be very, very difficult, uh, very, very difficult um, fixture for us, us ahead of us before we, we go for a recess. But we strongly believe that taking one game at a time will help us, you know, to plan well. And I know that you see, there's a target that we want to get to, and it will be good for us, you know, to make sure that you know we work very hard. We continue working hard at training because it's all about preparation. If our preparation is good, I think we'll be able to achieve our goal uh, uh, the first round of the season, and you know, we can also start again preparing for the second round, which we strongly believe that it's going to be even more, 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 more difficult. But like you said, you know, the seven games that are coming are not going to be easy games. It's a game, our games prepare well. And the game that will also show us where we're going, where we're heading. So it's not easy, but we're looking forward to them. And that goal for the first half of the season is what? Finishing top, finishing second, finishing third? You see, it's to make sure that you know we we are in a we are in a top eight. We are in a top eight. We are not under pressure of the relegation. We don't talk about the relegation. So first, you know, the team that have just been, you know, we have assembled team. You know, like bring Royal AM uh, and, and and Celtic together and put one team as a AM. So what we want is to make sure that first we must make sure that the team, you know, survive, that, you know, the team is still in the PSL next season. Then whatever comes there, you know, it's a bonus for us. And so far, so good. And it's good for us, you know, like we say, we make sure that the team still remain in the PSL so that the team is still in the PSL next season. Then from there, after that, then when you know that the team is safe, we're going to be able now to start, you know, targeting and fighting for that top eight. Talking of targets, 
the one thing that is noticeable about Royal AM is that you guys are not shy of scoring goals. And that will be a team sport, but I want to take it to one individual, and his name is Victor Lutualo. There was talk that uh, he was wanted by Kaiser Chiefs and some conversations were happening. W- were you happy that that so-called proposed move uh, to Amakosi did not happen? Because Victor has turned out to be a goal machine, not just for the club, but also for the country. And uh, he he is, is, is giving Peter Shalulile a, a run for his money in terms of uh, the sharpshooter stake. Talk to me about Victor, man. Yeah, you know, Victor is one of influential players, very reliable player. You know, as a coach, it's good, or as a team, it's good to have a, a striker of his caliber. He's done well. He works very hard at training. Every training, after we finish training session, you'll find himself, he takes the ball. He wants, you know, to take shots at goal. He wants, whether there's a goalkeeper, he wants to take shots at goal, take shots at goal. So, you know, I'm not I'm not surprised or we're not surprised to see Victor scoring goals because it's something that he enjoys doing. He works hard. He's a player that is very disciplined. He's a player that, you know, you can rely on. Um, he's a player that you want him all the time, you know, to be in the game, in the team. You want him to be in the team. Of course, you know, sometimes you find that injuries and suspensions are there. And it's something that we pray that it doesn't happen because so far, you know, he's been very, he's been doing well. He's been doing, uh, he's been scoring goals that we need. And I mean, he's been doing so consistently. So, so you know, we are happy to have a player of his caliber and, you know, he's a role model to so many of them. And uh, the young player that we, we have in the team, you know, they look up to him and, it's good to have Victor you know, in the team. He has done so well for us, and we hope that you know nothing else disturbs, especially like I said, injuries and other things. And seeing him in a Bafana team, it's 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 something good. And again, he's doing well there. It's good to see him representing his country so well. So we are proud of him. We are proud of Victor. And like I said, it's good to have you know a player of his caliber in our in our in our team. And again, also thank management that made sure that whenever there were calls that you see when a player is scoring you know you and me we know that the bigger teams will always want to have that particular player but you see they tried their best the cheerleaders tried her best to make sure that you know victor remain in uh in uh, in in a row am colors so- now uh, coach um you, you said earlier on that uh, you, you guys, everybody wants to bring you down. Uh, I, I want to understand that. Is it a question of maybe the, the controversy that, that maybe happened with uh, the, the, the ascension of Royal AM into the PSL, given what happened with uh, Sekukune and the NFD in, in terms of who was champion and stuff like that? Is it a case maybe of uh, Mamkiza's um, preciousness and style? I mean, buying her own medals and buying a trophy to crown her own team you know, uh, as the champions of NFD, even though the cases were still continuing, is it a case of Mamkize again uh, coming to give players uh, bonuses on the field and for which you've been in trouble now because you've been fined 1.65 million uh, for handing out that cash. What in your thinking uh, is the motivation behind what you say people are wanting to shoot you down? Yeah, it's not people like like you, uh, BBK, or you understand what I'm saying. Um, what I was trying to say, what I'm, what we're trying to say, or what I'm trying to say is that, you know, when you perform well, when you perform well, you are the target of each and everyone. Everyone wants to beat you. 
How many teams want to beat Sundowns? It's one of them that is on that. How many teams want to beat Stellenbosch? How many teams want to beat Supersport? So that's the target that I was saying that, you see, again, us, because it's a team that's been assembled just a few, few months ago. You understand? A few months ago. You know, that's why people seeing us doing well. You understand? A couple of games. Seeing us, you know, winning the game against Kaiser Chiefs, you know, with big score like that. You see, you, you create a standard whereby you're a little bit high. So those standards, whenever you're up there, you know, you must make sure now you stay there. For you to stay there, it's not easy because now everyone's target is on you. They want to make sure that you see what, uh-uh, this team has been doing well. Let's make sure that we take them down here. You understand? So the standard we have, um, we have created for ourselves is standard that we must be able to protect. How do you protect that? We can only protect uh, 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 that by, you know, working very hard, trying to make sure that each and every game that we go and play, you know, we play to the best of our ability. Because if you look at, like, Sundowns, you look at Orlando Pirates, you look at um, Kaiser Chiefs, you see, if you take Super Sports, if you take those teams, those teams are regarded as bigger teams. You understand? There's no simple or easy game that they play. Because whenever they play the game against whoever, you know they expect that particular, they expect that that particular team that they're playing against, it's going to be a very, very, very difficult game. So the standard that we have set in, you see, is the standard that makes, you know, everyone else to shoot us down. John Matuka, my brother from another mother, the man who came from Malawi and has been Part and parcel of the DNA of South African football. Thank you very much for taking the time to talking to us. And Twishi uh, Twaka is what the slogan for Royal AM is. You've made an entry into the PSL DSTV Premiership that everybody else has taken notice and it is hard to ignore. Be it's chairman uh, uh, Andy Lempisane with his Koma Koma speaker dancing on the stands or his mother, the president of the club, Mamkize, showing a flamboyance and also giving a kind of injection of finances that were not there with a Bloemfontein Celtic. And you, my brother, for everything that you've done in football, in your coaching world and uh, coming through and showing your coaching philosophy and making sure that you've competed and made the now defunct Celtic to be what it was and what you are doing right now in your maiden season with Real AM. May all that continue and uh, all the success to you and your team. Thank you very much. And again, for me to be interviewed by the legend himself, I'm honored. I'm honored, BBK, you know, to be interviewed. But when I saw it, I said, no, this, you cannot refuse this. This is an <laughs> honor for people being interviewed by you. Thank you very much. And may God continue looking after you. And may God continue blessing you. Thank you very much. It's my honor, you know, being interviewed by you. Thank you very much, my I'm honored. Thank you very much, my brother. You know, I'll tell you one thing as a passing shot. You know how black I am. So when you say the kind of things <laughs> that you are saying, you're going to make me turn purple. John Matura, thank you very much, my brother. Love you too, my brother. Paige! Let's go home, my dear. Our job is done here. Hey, hey, and happy Friday. You're listening to Producer Page. If you love Sports Live with BBK and don't want to miss a single episode, subscribe for free episodes on Iono FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you choose to get your favorite podcasts. Keep an eye out on the Times Live and Sunday Times sports sections for latest episodes every Friday.